before the 25 and once you hit that 25 mark that's when you gotta buck up you gotta wisen up you gotta mature because after 25 It's your host Johanna and welcome back to the Teenage Canvas Podcast. So I'm back in with this episode with another guest. And well, she's a qualified chartered accountant who's currently working in a private equity firm. And she's been working for quite some time already. So please welcome this week's guest, Kimberly. Hello. What up, what up, what up? Hi Kimberly. How are you doing? Yo today? good. How's things? How's life? Well, we're back in quarantine again, so currently stuck at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So um, today we're gonna like talk about like stepping into the adult world, right? Yeah, you make what you make adult world sound so <laughs> serious. It's not. It's not as bad as you think it is. Okay, maybe sometimes it is lah, but most of the time, you don't have to make a big deal out of what adult is. You get to it someday. You'll never be ready for it, but you get to it. So the thing is. <laughs> Us teenagers, right, we always have the thought of, like, growing up, being an adult, having freedom and all those things. And, well, always have been told, like, um, you know, don't grow up so fast. Being an adult isn't that good. It's torturing. And studying, being in school is always better, right? And, yeah, why why do adults say that? You know, why why when we were kids, like or, like, the starting of... Being a teenager, we always wanted to do our own stuff and thinking we're old enough to like make decisions. But like, if you're seventeen or you're just finished high school, going to university, going to college, and you're starting to be like afraid because you have to step in out of your comfort zone and into like the society, into the adult world and stuff. And yeah, to be honest, as a seventeen-year-old teenager, I'm kind of excited and kind of afraid at the same time. So like, for you, you're an adult already, right? And you've been working. For quite some time. So how was it like when you first stepped out of university? Um actually you think about it, right? There are a few phases that I had I went through once I started out of university. I remembered um that one time when I uh on my last day of exams, uh before summer break. I was like really, really excited that, oh, finally I'm done with exams. You know, you get to live your own life. You know, when you're overseas, it's like, oh my gosh, she's finally with me. The world is finally my oyster. You know, that kind of feeling that I get to be a grown up now. I can do whatever I want and no one, no one can stop me. Oh, come on. You're going to be kidding yourself. To a certain extent, you're kidding yourself. To a certain extent, you're not. Because at a point in time, it depends again on where you are, right? So say, if you're fortunate enough to be in, overseas so that's great so you get to plan out your summer holidays and that was it for me because I knew at that point that New York was for me so I realized my dream about going to New York ever since I was a kid right so it's like oh you know I've got this over and done with I realized it and then reality dawns on you once you fly back home and it's like oh crap you know what am I gonna do now uh yeah I got I got my degree I got my stuff i got my ducks in a row but what's next right i mean it's like when you're 17 you kind of have this 
whole thing planned out on what you want to do. Correct? Like, what you're going to do after SPM, what you're going to study, and then you're gonna, you hope that everything goes into plan, you know? And then you're going to reach this this and this at this age. You're going to get married. I, I mean, not marriage is not in a picture, obviously, but <laughs> I mean, at some point you will think about that, but at this point in time, you're 17, you kind of, you kind of, the focus is kind of on you in a sense that what you want to do, right? But honestly, when I was 22 and I left, things didn't work out. Things were not, uh, things were not going as I planned that it would be. Except for the fact that I'm living out my dream, that's about it. So, I mean, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to scare any of your friends out there, but that's reality. There'll be a 50% chance that you get to plan, you get to do whatever you want to do. It happens the way you want it to happen. And then there's the other 50 that's totally uncalled for. You never know. And then it's like, at this point, you'll be like, what the crap have I gotten myself into? It's scary. That's honestly, honestly, I mean, if I were you when I'm 17, I want to go back to where you are right now. I would give anything to go back. Not that I have regrets. I don't have regrets. But the thing is, I wish to do something differently. Maybe that's a bit of regrets. But anyway, that's beside the point. So, you know, but what I'm trying to say is, right now, where you guys are right now, when you're 17, is where you're meant to be to a certain extent. But take heart that, you know, whatever things that did not or are not happening the way you want it to be, it's not a bad thing. It's just that it takes maybe a longer time to get where you want to be, but it's not a bad thing. You still survive it. You still live through it. It's just a different way. You gain new perspective. So it's not that scary as you think. I have a question. Another question. Okay, um, go on. So you actually went to New York, right? Yeah, I did. How was it? Um. Well, Joanna, I think you and I, we both share quite... The love for New York, right? I guess. I'm pretty I sure mean, you love New yeah, York. Yeah, New York is interesting. I mean, everybody wants to go to New York, right? Not everybody, trust me. When I was 22, I'm like, I'm going to New York. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, dude, it's New York. Like, how can you not, not you know, be excited about New York? But they're like, some people, some people just don't get it. Not many people get it. Until today, even some of my friends are like, yeah, but what's so great about New York? It's just a city. And like, oh, it's not just a city. It's a huge thing on its own. It's a story. New York is, I don't know, New York to me has been a dream since I was 10, 8, 9. So it's, a, it's always been there for me. And I knew that, you know, maybe to provide you guys some context would be when I was, what, 17? Same age as you. I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to do, I mean, accounting and finance is not something, it's not it terribly interesting, but it's okay. But it's not something that everyone wants to do. But I was okay with it because I, I, you know, I like numbers. I like to put it bluntly. I like money. So to get money, you need to work something that involves numbers, right? So I was innocent enough to go into that route. But the thing is, I met, I had many routes as well. But the thing was, this was palatable by my Asian parents. Number one, number two, it's cost efficient. Number three, I was okay with it. Number four, I kind of get to where I want to go. So that's why I went into it. So when I was your age, 17, right, going for SPM, I had it all planned out in the sense that, okay, I'm going to um, study hard. I'm going to get a scholarship. Um, after that, I'll get into a good uni that I want to go to. And after that, by 25, I should everything all figured out, okay? I had that. I would be like, I want to work in, you know, top firms. I want to go in New York and all that. Maybe having a dog and possibly if there's a slightest chance possible, to have a partner then but obviously that didn't happen but anyway that's beside the point so 
you know when you're 17 it's like you have all these ideals that you want to have that you've watched that you want to have through you know watching movies you know you have all those ideas in your head and you think that it's really exciting being a grown-up it is it is no doubt about that okay but the thing is you never know what happens next right so when i got to the point whereby i was 18 and i was deciding on what to do next so i got the results for spm and lo and behold for some reason i didn't get the results i wanted one subject bm and once you have a b in bm and that's a total something uncalled for because i had straight a's for my trials and then it came to spm it's like what the actual dude you know it happened oh my god so it's not exactly according to plan right and you know what happened you know what's the worst part in my year my school a lot of my classmates who were supposed to get A's for BM didn't, oh. you know? So it's like, crap, you know? So um, that was the first blunder I had that never went according to my plan. And then number two, you know, because of that, I couldn't qualify for scholarship because I wanted a scholarship. So but at least I can do whatever I want without my parents. How it is, lah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that obviously didn't happen. That didn't, that's strike one, you know? Mm-hmm. Your results didn't turn out as expected, despite doing well. But that one subject that oh god. But anyway, so that's strike one. Strike two, you didn't get a scholarship. Strike three, you want to do something. You want to go through the degree route. But my dad was insistent in doing a professional papers because accountancy of professional papers, right? Yeah. So instead of going through like how any normal other human being or teenager would go through to go through foundation or uh, A-levels and then mm-hmm. go through degree and then you go for your professional papers. I didn't do any of that. I just went straight into professional papers. Whoa. So let's strike number three, okay? Mm-hmm. Not getting to do what you want to do. Okay. So what I'm saying is that things just didn't happen that I want them to happen, right? And mm-hmm. that's just how it is going to be for some people. Mm-hmm. In a way, to a certain extent, I wasn't that fortunate enough because um, even... I did my papers and then in the midpoint, at the midpoint, I decided that I wanted a degree. So I went back to uni for a bit to, mm-hmm. you know, the uni route to try to get scholarships and whatnot. And I got them. And I got into the good, one of the best schools in economics and I got in. But mm-hmm. my dad was like, can you please do your professional papers? <laughs> so strike, what, number 10. You never know, right? There's so many things that you want to do, but you just didn't have your way. Yeah. Right? So what do you do? You either can wallow in self-pity or you can decide on making a change. So what I did was, I mean, despite of giving up another dream of mine to get into one of the best schools in economics, mm-hmm. my dad was pretty adamant I couldn't get in. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just go with that plan. And from there, we can just, you know, tweak it here and there and try to get what I want to do at the end of the day. So that happened and I went through halfway like, okay, you know what? If I want to do a master's, I'm going to need a degree, correct? So I have to go back to school again. So that's how I got back to Ireland, to go to Ireland to get my degree. So in the event, if I don't do any master's, I still have that piece of paper to say that I have a degree, right? Mm-hmm. Because professional papers is different. It's right straight right into a degree whereby people who have degrees already are going to it. So imagine a person straight out of high school is going to that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. So much of stress. Yeah. So anyway, that's 
whatever said and done is done and dusted now. Um, when I was going through it, it wasn't pleasant. Trust me, it wasn't nice. Um, you have you have um, there'll be times that that you'll be having disagreements with your parents. They'll think that they're always right. <laughs> they'll think that they have more experience than you. Yeah. They'll think that you know because I said so. I'm your dad. I'm your mom. And you have to listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I believe everyone's going through it. Yeah, I went through it as well. So, one thing I can tell you is that parents are humans too. They have their own flaws. They have their own mistakes. They are not perfect at all. They are only human, and they make mistakes. And but at the end of the day, as much as sometimes I hate saying this, but it's true. They just want the best for you. They have the best intentions for you. But sometimes they just don't know how to show it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So at the end of my degree, I was like, you know, having in a way your dream being snatched off by your dad, mm. and you wanting it so badly to happen, mm-hmm. kind of sucked because yeah. at the end of the day, he's still my dad, yeah. and then then I have my dream. So what are gonna do right? Yeah. So you have to be at the end of the day be a bigger person to say, okay, um, he did it with the best intention that he wanted me to complete fast my tertiary education to be ahead of my PS to have an age. Which is good, all jolly and good. But the thing is, what I wanted was that I wanted a degree whereby I can immerse myself in learning and enjoy the process of learning instead of regurgitating whatever I've learned, which how normally education is lah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I didn't have that. But it's like he's your dad, and anyway, so what can you do? Just let go. It's not easy lah. It's painful, but that's just how it is. You 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 can't let what. Just because what you want get in the way of your relationship with your family, right? So that's one of the lessons I learned. You don't get whatever you want at the first step. Yeah. And truth is, this is just the first of the many, 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 many times that you're gonna to have to go through in life when you're grown up or when you're going through it now. That things don't always happen your way. Yeah. So that's lesson number one. Yeah. So actually, what's one thing you wish you had known before? Um, that you can't that not that you can't always have things to be in your control. That things aren't always perfect, and things not to say they happen for a reason, but there's always a lesson in everything that you go through. There's always some experience that you can gain something from. What we yeah. go through. So okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how scary was it going for work interviews and like? Starting your life as a real adult. Um, I think it was pretty okay actually. I wasn't that scared. Um, because at the end of the day as well. I mean, once you start, once you finish school, right, and then you have that summer break. I'm sure once you finish, um, at each point in in your tertiary education, like you finish your A levels, you feel empowered because you've done something, you've accomplished something, and then you come to degree. It's like something that you really want to do. And you 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 manage to um go through it. You know you manage to live up your dream in doing what you always wanted to do. So there's a sense of achievement that that you have. Also, again, depending on the economic situation that is, because now the pandemic, no one's happy. So it again depends on how you are, uh, your mindset at that point in time. So where I was at that point in time was that, um, I completed my. It was a year after my degree. I completed my degree, came back, completed my professional papers on my own, um, and then 
um, I will not hit sometimes, so I want to go for masters. So I did a bit of a prep, prep course for masters, and I decided that, oh, you know what? That's actually pretty tiring, you know, after going through professional papers on your own independently, and then going through all this whole prep course. You know what? I'm gonna take a break. So I was feeling good. Went for a holiday, came back. So I was feeling good. You know, you gotta have a break sometimes before you start your job. So yeah. in that sense, I was really optimistic, and then I was like, oh, you know, because my first job was in uh, with Citibank, so I was like. I'm going to be in Citibank. It's going to be cool, you know. Going to be analysts and all that. It's like all these big ideas that you always had. You're going to be a bank. You're going to be an analyst. That sounds sexy. That sounds good. You know, you're going to be at a high flying achievement job. But then again, that depends on your dreams, right? So that was my dream for me. So I was like, oh, interesting. So I was pretty hyped up. I was pretty excited. Yeah. So I met good friends. Um. Again, it depends on where you are, where you are. Essentially, it's all about you. I mean, not a point of being narcissistic, lah. But it's all about you in the sense that how you are as a person, how you have, you know, grown as a person, that kind of thing. So, is there like any difference between the people you meet now compared to the people you met when you were younger? Um, people I met or people I choose to have in my life. People you met, yeah. Okay, people I met. Ah, I think everywhere. I mean, you go, you be, you're bound to meet people. That's one. Whether they. Staying your life is a different story. So when yeah. I was um in uni, um you know studying at a point in time, because the thing is my route, my education route is very very different from any normal teenager or any normal young adult, as you can see, as you guys have heard. Yeah. Right. So what I was exposed to was the average um age of my classmates were about. 26, 27, <laughs> for a 19 year old. You went into like something like a 20 something people would do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's tough. So I'm always hearing about, you know, what's going to happen next after the degree, what's going to happen, what's life after that, you know, what's working life after that. And then the people who I was mixing with were normally either at the, mo- at the least would be two years older than me. So most of my questions are two years older than me. Um, and my exposure was very much with the adults and then sometimes because my classes were on weekends so weekdays I had to use them to study weekends I go for classes so they were like working it out their parents to kids I'm like you know that kind of mindset so it's very different in terms of what you're talking to who you're talking to and then the maturity that's developed at that point in time you kind of have to mature faster yeah yeah to a certain extent so I didn't have the chance of like you know, talking about, I don't know, what, what you guys talk about, shows and all that, I don't know. So I didn't have that on, I normally talk about, oh, how's the market, or yeah, you wow. know, the kids are doing this way, I'm like, huh, okay, that's interesting, but yeah. I'm not saying it's great, but I'm just saying that it was a different type of wavelength I was exposed to, so, um, and then when I was in Ireland, I was like, I found it quite hard to mix with people my age, um, I still can get along with them, but I can't go, I can't get close to them. So it was very different. Um, um, but now, um, even when I was traveling, I was like meeting many, many older people. And truth be told, when I was in New York, I had to visit a few of my friends in the States when I was there, mm-hmm. doing some solo traveling. And you know how old were they? They're either, my oldest friend was 60 years old at that point. Wow. She could be my what, grandmother. Yeah. But she was my friend. She was, we were talking to 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. 
So it's a different kind of uh, experience that I had, but still, it's still pretty cool. Um, so right now, fast forward to maybe three, four years down the line, I'm meeting people who are my age, fortunately. Um, people who are a bit older, but it's different. Now. I mean, because once you're at this age, the the people who you thought have matured have already been the same wavelength. So the things that you talk about are pretty similar, but then again, it depends on who you mix with, right? So yeah. you meet many, many different people, uh, many different people along the way. It's just up to you and how you carry yourself at that point in time, whether you can get close to them. So it's very, very subjective. And to be honest, as you grow older, you realize that life is not black and white. It's always a gray area. To uh, There will always be a uh, different perspective. There will always be different... Um, viewpoints so the only black and white thing is don't kill people don't tell lies just don't do bad things that's the only black and white thing you can have so like um going out to the world and living on your own earning a living on your own as a normal person right you would feel afraid nervous stressed out and like everything building up in your mind so like how do you get over all those stuff like how do you um tell yourself to be like you know, I can do this and I can earn a living on myself. I can stay on my own and stuff like that. So it's a gradual process. Um, there'll be times whereby you'll be down and dumps thinking, oh, what have I gotten myself into? What am I going to do? But then, you know, that's... Look, if you're going to live through life, right? It's you that's going to matter, mm-hmm. right? It's your life, right? Yeah. So you can only be in control yeah. in what you have in front of you. How your friends yeah. react to you, how your parents react to you. You know, all this is beyond you. And whatever that's happening to you, it's happening to you. You know, it's not something you can have control. So how you get through this is through, you know, telling yourself that this is beyond me. I have no control of it. So I'm just going to let it pass. And as with everything, time passes, tough times pass. So you can't fault yourself too much. Unless you have a part to play in it, then yes, you do take that into account. You learn from it. It's a lesson learned. And you move on. You get better. That's how you learn. Right? So let's say you had a bad day. Um, you started off your day waking up late. And then you accidentally spilled coffee. And then you walk in a puddle. And then, for some reason, someone knocked into you. All this are beyond your control, right? Yeah. But what's the first thing that you control? You woke up late. So that's a mistake on its own. Maybe you can wake up earlier next time. Maybe mm-hmm. try sleeping earlier. So you do all these little, little things that amount to the bigger things in life. That's why you have to develop good habits to get through it, to get through life, right? So... I guess it's all about, you know, knowing what you want. And then from there, you kind of um, figure out on the best way to do it because your parents, your friends can only tell you, guide you what to do. But who's going to put in the work? You're going to put in the work, right? So it's about doing the best you can within your own control. I mean, you can't control others. That's a given. But... What you can control is how you react to things, 
how you respond to things. That's what differentiates you from others. So let's say, say a friend backstab you. Obviously, you'd be fed up, you'd be sad, you'd be disappointed, right? But honestly, what can you do about it, right? You can't, you can't do anything. You can't take back what they said. Whether it's true or not, that's beside the point, you know. So you just have to let them be. You know, you take note that you know that this is the friend that you have. Whether you want to associate with them in the future or not, that's beside. That's up to your decision. But what they did, no doubt, it's not right. But you can't do anything. But here's the thing: you can't control how they think about you. You can't control what they say about you. But at least the main point here is: you know who you are. You have your own character. You identify yourself with good qualities. You have your own personality. And no one in this world is perfect. No one in this world is a, you know, is great. Everyone is still a work in progress. So what you can do whether Whatever your friend said holds some truth in it. Take note to improve yourself. Your friendship with a person, it could be done, a done deal. So be yeah. it. It's fine. You'll yeah. find other friends. You'll find people who are going to be better than them. And you deserve, you know what you deserve, right? So, again, who I, who's in control is still you are in control. You're making the decision, decision wow. whereby you still want to make friends with this person or yeah. that. Right? So... It's up to you and how you react to it. But one thing for sure, throughout, you know, when you go through life, when you go through each step, your college life, your university life, it will come into you in a sense that you will be able, you have a lot of opportunities to develop yeah. your own self-identity. And that is very, very important to get through life because these good values will hold you through life, you know? So it's great to take part in as many activities as possible, you know. Whatever drama, stay out yeah. of it. If you don't have a choice, be in it, but don't get involved in it. Just know what's going on. It's good to know what's going on, but don't be involved because yeah. there's, you know, there's more to life than drama. Lah. Okay. So, yeah. It won't be as scary, yeah, as you think it is. It's just part of life. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you have like any regrets? Yeah. Do you have like any regrets that you wish you could turn back time and change it or something? I think maybe more about fighting harder or what I want to do. It's not that I didn't fight hard, but I could have tried other ways lah, to convince my dad because um I think one thing is like I missed out is on not say missed out, I wouldn't say missed out so that big but in a way I feel that um it will I know that it will somehow and sooner you know sooner mm. rather than later it will pass on. Um but because the thing is I got accepted in London School of Economics. So that was the dream school that I knew I wanted to go to. Yeah. So I think I would have fought harder in in I tried doing that with my other schools as well and I got it like that but this one was pretty hard so yeah fought harder um, maybe to be more um, to be able to handle you know myself in a sense that to divide my time between myself and philosophy because I don't really have the time to look at it now um, you know yeah. No, not much of regrets, but more about lessons in the sense that 
you can't beat yourself too much for things that happen to you. You can't blame yourself too much. You have to be kind to yourself. You know, you can't stress out too much. You just have to take it life by its horns and just live it. That's one of the uh, things that I've learned for the past good six, seven years that, you know, you just gotta seize the day, carpe diem, and live the, you know, as though it's your last because so many things can happen and you know, you never know what's gonna happen next. And you may think that it's very, it, you're too young yeah. to say that, right? But, you know, when you reach a certain age, it's like, oh my God, that made me sound so old. But um, you reach a certain age whereby life is not short. And to be honest, where I am right now, it's like, I mean, can you imagine when you're 25, you'd be thinking, hey, I'm supposed to get, it, I'm supposed to get my life sorted out. Where am I right now? I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But, Who's to say that yeah. 25 is the end all and be all? We still have our parents who are still living, who are still chasing their dreams, who are still doing what they want to do, right? It's a part of mm-hmm. life that, you know, things don't go your way and somehow or other, it's, it's not, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, number one. You can just take that as a consolation that maybe, you know, it's not meant to be, then don't screw it, don't do it. And then number two is that, number two is that, you know, um, Who's to say that life stops at 25? You still have so much to do and your dreams will always change. There's no one ultimate dream unless, what, you're a singer yeah, and yeah. all you wanted to do is sing since the age of two, then fine. But there's no ultimate thing. There's nothing that concrete because as you grow, you will change. You know, you have different wants, you have different needs. Like right now, at one point, I was like, I was thinking, you know, when I was 21, let me tell you this perfect example. When I was 21, I was going for my finals in uni. I was studying. Can you imagine? I was studying in the middle of November. At the end of November, I don't know when, but I know I was 21 at the point. Um, and then I had a friend that called me. Hey, um, are you coming back for the summer holidays? I said, yeah, why? Yeah, I'm getting married. I'm like, huh? You're 22, Neo. You get married so fast, ah? And I'm like, what the hell, man, dude? I'm not even there yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then by end of my, when I was, at the end of my 22nd year, she was pregnant. And I got home, I'm like, holy shit. I can't imagine myself having a baby when I'm 22. And then, you know, and then when I was 21, and I was like figuring out, am I, ever, you know, ready to be a parent. I mean, all these things came into my mind, you know, like, my friends are getting married at 21, they're getting married at 22 or 23, and then they're having babies already. I'm like, I'm just about graduating school, and we're just about to start to live my life, to start knowing what I want to do, to know who I am, to find myself. And then here you are having babies, I'm like, what the crap is happening, man? Am I that... far off in life or what? And then I was like thinking, I can never imagine myself having kids. Maybe not at this point, but I can't. Yeah, okay. I, all I wanted to do that time was just to immerse myself in the world of finance oh. to extent and to immerse myself in my hobbies, photography and to travel. That's all yeah. I wanted to do. I was thinking, and also because I was in a relationship at a point in time as well, mm-hmm. so I was like thinking, 
oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to meet my boyfriend, you know, halfway across the world, and then we're going to like plan out our life, and I'm going to do my master's. I mean, I had all that planned out, you know what I mean? And it didn't happen, number one, it's fine, totally fine. But all I'm saying is that at different points in your life, you have your different wants, you have different needs, you have different dreams. And it's okay to have your dreams not panning out the way you want to be. Like, let's say, yeah. I always, like, when, even when I was five years old, I knew when I was five years old, I wanted to be a doctor. And when I was 14, I couldn't stand the sight of blood. So I was like, I can't be a doctor. I fainted. I mean, close to faint. I was getting crazy. So, what's next? You know? And then now it's like, when... When, and then fast forward to when I am graduated, I'm my second job, I was in a management training program. And at the end of my program, the second year, I was thinking, shit, banking is not for me. I thought, you know, banking is something prestigious, it's something good, you know, in a bank, something reliable, something stable. And then I'm like, at the end of it, I'm like, this is not the life I want. I don't want too stable. I can't stand it. I can't stand, yeah. you know, being doing the most routine work. I mean, it's not that routine, but it's still, to say there was some routine to it, but there was some ad hoc work to it. But the thing is, I can't stand that kind of a, it was too stable for me. You know what I mean? So it's like, what I'm saying is that different points, you have different dreams. And then I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to do now? And I was reflecting back in my life, is that thing, oh, when I was five, I wanted to be a doctor. So I knew that some part of me wants to help people. And how I'm going to help. Yeah. So that's how we, that's how you kind of like look back in your life and you kind of pick up on the little traits that yeah, you had yeah. as a kid. Yeah. And then you kind of um, decide on what you want to do. And you kind of, you, your, your, your pathway will be yeah. narrowed down to something that you always wanted to do that maybe you never thought of it before. But when you're in it, it's like you realize that, oh, actually, yeah, this kind of resonates so well with me. You know, so there's, you know, whatever that you're going through now, it's temporary. I, I won't say it's permanent, but if it's a passion that you've been having it for so long, chances are it's going to be there for a long time. But it's okay if things yeah. don't work out they are supposed to be or you've en- how you envision it to be. Or it's okay if that yeah. dream, you've outgrown on that outgrow that dream already it's okay it's perfectly okay it's not the end all and be all all these experiences that you have would somehow accumulate to who you are as a person and then it you kind of end up into where you want to be so when i was 25 i'm thinking shit i want to be where i want to be but i'm not there yet you know what is this quarter life crisis and then i'm like thinking you know what screw this i'm yeah i know i'm growing but the thing is it doesn't have to be something that where I'm supposed to be. There's no timeline to what I want to do. There's no who's to say I'm supposed to do this. You know, it's my life. I'm going to live it anyway, right? So it's like as you grow old, like what Jack Ma became, founded Alibaba at how old? 40 years old. 40 yeah. years old. Elon Musk, how old? 40 ish. Yeah. Warren Buffett, how old is he now? 60 ish. So all these are, you know, testaments to say that. 17, you're still so young. But it's always good to know what you want to do in life at this point. It's always good to have some form of direction. I'm not saying it's no good to not have direction. Sometimes it happens. It happens, it's okay. 
but at least you know you're on the right track of knowing what you eventually want to do. It's something good. It's something that you can fall on. Even let's say you don't know what you want to do right now, maybe pick up law, pick up a book, pick up something, just do something. Just don't be idle. Keep learning and learning will take you as far as you can. Whether it's relevant to whatever you're going through now or not, it's still something to learn from. It's still an experience, you know? So is there any last advices would, that you would give to us, to all the teenagers out there? The number one thing would be um, the best present that you can give to yourself mm. is to dream big. Because once you dream big, you have a direction in to, to, to get to where you want to be. Even if that dream doesn't happen, there's still a destination to be at. And even if that stop, if that's where you stop at, there's always many, many other directions to take. Because if there's one way to get to where you want to be, your dream, there'll be a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand ways to get there. It's just a matter of time. Uh, as you can see, what, what I've um, shared earlier, it's more about Whatever that comes out of it, I think the main theme that I want to stress is you guys are shit, 17, so young. And I want to be 17 again. But anyway, if I were look, to look back, yeah, if I were to look yeah. back, I mean, I'm not saying that where I am right now, I'm so old and I've gone through so much in life. But I can say that, you know, there's still a lot more for me to learn. There's still yeah. so much more for me to journey, but what I've learned so far and what I could, I wanted to, what I lived, um, my mantra was when I was 17 or 18 was, is to dream big. No matter how big that dream is, the best present that you can give to yourself is to dream. No matter how big, how small, wherever it is, just dream. Because dreaming yeah. gives you allows you to have some form of direction and where you want to be in life. Whether you get to that destination or not is a different story. But wherever you are, maybe you made a stop, a short stop yeah. or a pit stop. It's still somewhere and it's still a, prog- a form of progress. Even if it's a small step, it's still better than where you were yesterday. And there's always a saying, you know, by the Dalai Lama, Always compete with yourself. Never compare. And always be better than who you were yesterday. And, you know, when you dream, it's yeah. it's good to dream. Just make it happen. And because when you dream, it gives you that motivation to want to make things happen. That's why I said it's a gift to yourself. And that can be seen through all the greats yeah. that you've known. Elon Musk, Jack Ma, Warren Buffet. Joe Biden, okay, he's freaking yeah. 77 years old and he's president of the United States. Mahadeo, 94, not that we like him, but still, yeah. he's 94. He's still the prime minister. So who's to say, who's to stop you? So live. Don't worry too much. You're 17. Yeah. You're freaking 17. You're not 71. You're 17. There's so much to live for. There's college. There's, you're going to be... You're gonna live through life. Yeah. You're gonna meet so many people. You're gonna have your heart broken a few times. You're gonna, you're gonna go all through that. Okay, you're gonna go through all of that, and it's just life. And life, my friends, cease la vie, carpe diem. It's fine. Live. Don't worry. If you make mistakes, 
learn from it. Don't beat yourself too hard. Just don't kill anyone yeah, for real. You only get once in your life. It's okay to worry, but don't worry too much. Don't be consumed by worrying all these things because you never are, you don't have control over these things. Life can happen anytime and anywhere. You have no control. So just live and make sure you learn from your mistakes and take yeah. note wherever that's to be learned, you learn from it. And that's all there is. You know, you can't change much. And enjoy what you're yeah. learning. Know what you want in life and enjoy it. Enjoy the process of learning. It's mm. always about the journey rather than the destination. Yeah. It's hard. It's easy to say. But when you're going through it, it's a different story. It's just like how... Exactly. It's like how you're going for SPM, right? You're going to study for SPM. So the journey to get to it is like, oh my God, I'm going to put in hours yeah. and hours and hours of studying. It's the going, it's a journey, it's tough. But once you're there, you're done, you're done with SPM, you need to look back, right? So when you look back, it's like, oh my gosh, how did I go through that? It's so easy, easy peasy. Why? Because you've gone through it, you lived through it. Just don't worry too much and enjoy your youth, man. Enjoy it because now when you're 10 years later, exactly, and once you're when once you're past, let me tell you this, okay? One more thing. This one last thing. You know, I always had a cousin, right? I, my cousin always tell me this, you know. You know, before you're 25, you still can play whatever you want to do. You can just do whatever you do. You can make all the mistakes that you want to do before you're 25. And once you hit that 25 mark, that's when you got to buck up. You got to wisen up. You got to mature. Because after 25, there's not much room for mistakes anymore. Time is time to get serious. So it doesn't have to be 25 per se. You can get serious at 23, 24. It's okay. There's no stopping you. But at least you have fun. Make sure you have all the fun that you want to have before you decide to get serious. Because you're only young once. You only have... You don't, because when you're young, you don't worry so much. So enjoy yourself. Go do whatever... Join whatever clubs you know. Join... Travel where you travel, have as many friends as you yeah. want. Just don't do drugs. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so so we're gonna wrap this episode right here. And yeah, thank you, Kimberly, for being on the show and sharing some wise advices to us. And enjoy whatever yeah. time you have right now. And maintain the yeah. innocence that you still have because once you've reached past twenty five, you're gonna be thinking, "What was I thinking? Why do you want to grow up so fast? I'd rather be in that." age because there's no worries nothing you know see you yeah. okay so i hope this episode helped you guys and well answer some of your questions and yeah thank you everyone for listening to this episode this is some well a good episode about life about growing up and stuff so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you can't wait for more like me Please subscribe and share to your friends or anyone who's actually facing all these teenage things like us. And yeah, you can listen to the Teenage Canvas podcast on Spotify. And now it's currently available on Apple Podcasts and multiple platforms where you can find it in the link in my Instagram bio, which is at Teenage Canvas Podcast. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I hope this episode helped you guys. And don't be afraid to dream big do what you want if you want to start a youtube channel go start it if you want to write stories and post on some website online do it 
if you wanna do TikTok, do some dances, go do it, you know? And we're just like at the beginning stage of life. So whatever you guys wanna do, just go do it, you know? I encourage you, go, just go do it. Just don't do the bad stuff. So see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.